Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer. In this end time, through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Obakame's Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servants. And now, today's message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 2022. Supernatural multiplication. Let's appreciate God who is the owner of this church. Let's also appreciate my father, Reverend Okronipa. Hallelujah. We want to take some testimonies. Our first testifier says, Two weeks of terrible pain in my foot instantly vanished. Rosalind David is my name. For two terrible weeks, I suffered severe pains in my left foot. I felt burning sensation any time I walked. I joined day five of PEC and Reverend Okonipa prayed for me. He prophetically blessed a, blessed a bottle of water and poured it on my affect, affected foot after declaring my healing in the name of Jesus. I felt something moving inside my foot as the water was being poured on it. And just like that, the pain vanished. Hallelujah. I was able to stamp my feet and flex my foot after I received my healing. She says, praise be to God. Hallelujah. Somebody appreciate God for this beautiful testimony. The next one says, I shed tears of joy after two weeks of suffering mysterious abdominal pains. Sabaina Kujo is my name. Two weeks ago, I suddenly began feeling something moving in my abdomen. It was so painful that I became bedridden for one week and couldn't even walk. The pain in my abdomen was so extreme that I couldn't even press my abdomen without wincing in pain. I was in great pain. Fortunately for me, I attended the five of PEC and the man of God decided to pray for those who weren't well. I joined the queue in front, bending all the way through because of the discomfort. I could barely stand on my feet when the man of God held my hands and began praying for me. He prophetically diagnosed that the enemy had planned to give me cancer, but the Lord, through his servant, intervened. Reverend Okronipa rebuked the pains, declaring my healing in the name of Jesus. I burst into tears as I realized that for the first time in two weeks, I was relieved of every pain in my abdomen. Hallelujah. 
the prophet of God asked me to demonstrate my faith by doing what I couldn't do before. I started walking, pressing my abdomen harder, flexing my body, and after realizing I had been made every weight whole, I jumped excitedly, hallelujah, and praised God for his intervention. Thank you, Jesus, for my healing. Thank you, Reverend Okronipa, for spending time to pray for me and being my channel for my healing. Hallelujah. Somebody appreciate God for this testimony. The next one said, painful sore throat disappeared instantly. Blessed Mensa is my name. I started experiencing severe sore throat on Sunday, 23rd October. God's servant, Reverend Okonipa, prayed for me on day one of PEC, and to the glory of God, the sore throat disappeared after the man of God finished praying for me. I'm grateful to God for my healing. Hallelujah. Somebody will live here today with your testimony. Amen. And next one says, my two-year-old daughter's faith in Reverend Okronipe's sticker brought her healing. I'm amazed at this testimony. Mrs. Ifa Pepra is my name. On the evening of Thursday, 27th October, my little three-year-old daughter started running a temperature. Her body became very hot and I got worried. In my worry, my little girl suddenly mentioned Afo, which means pastor. And out of the blue, she reached for Reverend Okronipa's sticker, which had the man of God's picture on it. Reverend Okronipa blessed the sticker some time ago and gave them out to all Overcomers Nation members. So after my daughter grabbed the sticker, I rubbed it on her, believing God for instant healing. She slept afterwards, and the next day, she woke up without any trace of sickness. Her temperature was back to normal. She says, thank you, Reverend Okonipa, for being a channel of healing to my daughter. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Please clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Ernest. Testimony says, I thank God for my healing. My name is Atukwe. For three weeks, I had pains around my rest breast. My hands used, my hands used to vibrate rapidly without any cause. I attended the grand finale of PEC on 30th October. When I joined the service, I was experiencing the pain and vibrations. To the glory of God, everything ceased after Reverend Okronipa prayed for me. Hallelujah. You are not excited about all this testimony. Praise the Lord. I believe you will receive your healing today. Be expectant. Hallelujah. Celebrate the Lord with a hand clap. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just talk to the Lord and just express your love unto Him. Whether there is hardship, whether there is 
increment. Jesus is still our answer. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. You are worthy, worthy. I'll put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all that matters. You are all that matters. I'll make room for two. You and I, Jesus, you are all that matters. You are all that matters. Oh, you are all that matters. Said of me if 
put you in front, in front of my melody. You are on that path. You are on that path. You are on that path. I'll make room for two. I'll make room for two. You and I, you and I. You and I. You are all that man. You are all that man. I'll put you in front. I'll put you in front. In front of my melody. In front of my melody. You are all that man. You are all that man. You are all that man. I'll make room for two. I'll make room for two. You and I. Oh, 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 oh,
put you in front of my melody. You are all, you are all, you are all that mine. You are all that mine. You are all that mine. I'll make room for you. I'll make room for you. You and I, you and I, you and I, Jesus. You are all, you are all, you are all that mine. You are all I'll make room for you. I'll make room for you. You and I, you and I. You and I, you are all, you are all, you are all, you are all that matter. 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 Shabbat 
In the name of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 24, verse number 12. The Bible says that, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. He said, because iniquity, because sin, because of unrighteousness shall abound. In the last days, many people will not feel like serving God. Many people will not feel like living their righteous life. Many people will feel as though ah, serving God, there's no profit in it. There's no benefit in it. And listen to me, many of God's children are going through that kind of uh, attack on their faith right now. Somebody is sitting in the house right now and he's saying, that, ah, why should I even spend money to pay? for transport to go to the house of God. Listen, it is a fulfillment of scripture. Because iniquity shall abound. We are going to lift up our voice and we are praying for the brethren. We are saying that anyone that is losing heart, anyone that is losing faith, revive them again Holy Spirit. Set their hearts ablaze with the fire of the Holy Ghost. May, the, may Satan not get them. May the world not get them. May they not be stolen from the flock. May they not be stolen from God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice, begin to pray, begin to intercede in the mighty name of Jesus and the overcome with losing heart in any way. Oh Lord, as we lift up our voice in prayer, I locate them and restore their faith, restore their joy, restore. The love of God be shed abroad in your heart, like never before. From the house of God because of offenses, those who are staying away because of some difficulty that they are going through. May the Lord renew their may the Lord restore them again. We snatch them from fire, we snatch them from fire. Shabba da ba da ba da ba, ba da ba da ba da ba, ba da ba da ba da ba, 
some of the challenges that have been going on in our country. Listen, man cannot help us. It's only God who can help us. The Bible tells us about a time in the book of 2 Kings chapter number 6 uh, that there was a time of adversity, a time of great problem, a time of economic holocaust in the Bible and the finance ministers could not help them. The presidents, the leaders, in fact, the Bible said that the time was, it was so terrible that even mothers were eating their children. They were eating the flesh of their children. And when they asked the king, the king said, ah, if God does not help you, what can I do for you? If, you see, there comes a time in human history when all men see that their strength is limited. They were not only limited, it is, it is impotent. Their strength is not able to do anything at all. He said, if God does not help you, there's nothing that I can do. But the Bible says that God intervened through the word of a prophet. That was the intervention of God. We are praying for the economy of this nation. We are praying for stability. We are praying that God will turn things around. That God will send rain into our land. God will send rain into this economy. In the name of Jesus. That wisdom will be given. That guidance will be given. In the mighty name of Jesus. That God will deliver hungry families. That God will deliver people's jobs and businesses. Especially every member of this church. In the mighty name of Jesus. Will you lift up your voice and begin to pray for intervention? I'm <laughs> 
In the name of Jesus Christ. People of God, your prayer is working. Amen. Your prayer is producing results. Amen. Interventions are coming in. Amen. Businesses are being saved. Amen. Families are being saved. Amen. Stability is coming. Amen. As a stability is coming, Amen. divine intervention is taking over this nation. Oh, as we call on God, God is answering Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you shall be exempted Amen. from the challenges in these days. Amen. You shall be exempted from the economic pandemic that we are going through, you shall be exempted. You will see the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Somebody give the Lord a shout and celebrate Him. Oh, as I give Him a shout of praise. Celebrate the Lord in His place. Hallelujah. How many of us glory to Jesus? How many of us know that the darker the night, the brighter light shines? How many of us know that? And how many of us know that we are the light of this world? You are the light of this world. If you believe that, that means that in this darkness, you are going to shine brighter. Oh, if you believe you are going to shine brighter, celebrate the Lord one more time as you take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's appreciate this powerful choir. God bless you. Let's appreciate them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Amen and amen. You are welcome to the month of November. This is a month of prosperity through faith. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody beside you and look at the person and say that this November, by your faith, you will prosper. Oh, I said turn to another person right now and smile at the person and say this November, by your faith, you will do well. Now turn to one third person. Let the person see you and now show all your 1990 and tell the person this November you are going to excel. If you believe it, give God some praise and celebrate him over here. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Praise God forevermore. Father, we are grateful to you and uh, as with your presence speak to us in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. And let your word come to bring healing, to bring restoration, to bring hope. And let your glory be seen in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Listen, we live by faith and not by sight. We live by faith and not by sight. We are not a people who are controlled by the things that we see around. A songwriter wrote a song and he said, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by circumstances. I am only moved by the word of God. How true. How true. The life of the believer is foundation and living from the premises of this holy book. From the Bible, from the word of God. You live not by what you hear. You live not by what you see. You live not by what you are experiencing or feeling. You are supposed to live by the word of God. That is how God has fashioned that the life of the Christian should be. We are not supposed to live by sensory perception. Second Corinthians chapter number 5, the verse number seven. The Bible says that for we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, we are not supposed to be moved by how we are feeling. No. We are supposed to be moved by the word of God. 
So the word of God is the foundation for a Christian's life. He said in Matthew chapter number 4 verse 4, he said a man must not live by bread alone. And is it not the bread that is under attack right now? Man must not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He repeats same in Luke chapter 4, the verse number 4. Man must not live by bread alone. Man is not supposed to live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. All this is said quoting Deuteronomy chapter number 8, verse 2 and 3. And it taught them, he took them, he took the children of Israel through all the challenges that they were going through to humble them, to prove them, for them to know what is in their heart, whether they will keep the commandments of God or not. There's three, and he humbled thee, and he suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knowest not. Neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God does man live. So as a child of God, if you want your life to have stability, you want your life not to be moved to, to and fro, tossed to and fro by any issue in life, you need to be stabilized by the word of God. Why? Because situations change, but God does not change. Because circumstances change, but God's word is ever the same forever. If your life is foundation on the word of God, you cannot be moved. I pray for someone under the sound of my voice. May you receive roots and foundation in the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is when you have foundation in the word of God, that in the midst of adversity, you can still believe you, you prosper. Prosperity through faith is about having your substance based on the word of God. How can we be in such a time of economic instability, depressions and recessions where people don't even know what to do? Now people are moving money around left, right, center, not knowing where to even invest, where to keep their money, where will be, what, what will be safe for them. Some don't even know what, what they can buy and cannot buy anymore. Businesses are, 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 are teetering under the pressure. People's building projects have come to a halt. People's plans seem to have been tossed out of the window. And some are just, uh, some have even entered into the dimension of scamming. Oh, I recently, just a few days ago, I heard a gentleman saying something. He said, oh, do this. We wanted to be prim and proper. We wanted to do everything by the book. Should our prosperity be by the book? But looking at the way things are going, all the book, <laughs> all the book sources are not bringing us anything. So we have to resort to what is outside the book. If I, one of the things that the Lord told me in the midst of this uh, hardship is that scammers are going to be on the increase. And, 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 and I don't even have to tell you, this prophecy is an open prophecy. You can even prophesy while sleeping. Hallelujah. And it is because of the challenges that are going on. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about a systematic scam where even good people are turning bad. People are trying to take care of their family. So they say that, Charlie, it is better for me to let, let me try and t- think of myself and my family instead of worrying about how I'm making somebody else suffer. So selfishness is on the increase. Selfishness is on the increase. Everybody wants to survive. And the reason why these calamities, the reason why they will turn bad and badder is because they are not living by the word of God. So, 
We are living by bread alone. And bread cannot be trusted. Even no matter how fine the bread is baked with all the ingredients, if you leave it for some time, it will still go bad. You cannot even trust the bread. So he says that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So if you are living by the word of God, you can believe that you can prosper in the midst of adversity. Why? Because the Bible tells us so. Amen and amen. On Tuesday, I started sharing with you on the subject prosperity in the midst of adversity. You know, the Lord put this word in my heart because of the challenges that are going on right now. Who has the answers? Who has the answers? Obviously, you can see that the ministers and the presidents and the leaders of the nations, they don't have the answers. If they had the answers because they want to maintain their power, they would have been giving us the answers by now. But they don't have the answers. Most of the time, people in the world don't have the solutions. They are doing try your luck. They are trying and feeling their way, hoping that something will work. Any man who tells you that I have the answer to a certain country's economic world, the man is a liar. I don't even know whether he'll be alive the next minute or not. How can he have the answers to a whole country's situations? No. Are you understanding me? So, no man can solve the problems that we are going through. Only God. Only God. Only God. Don't become so politically blinded that you see politics, in, uh, you let politics that dilute your wisdom. It's amazing, but sometimes when people turn political, all their sense seems to disappear. They, even things that they know, they should know that this thing is wrong, they say it is right. And th- this thing is right, they say it is wrong. Just because of standing by a certain political uh, ideology, but listen, reality will catch everybody. Yeah. Because life is not about politics. Do you understand me? When life really hits you, you realize that it does not matter whether you are political or not. Now, even those who are siding with one political party, uh, their party which is in power, because what they are feeling, they cannot talk. You see, it will catch you. It will catch you. What are you talking about? Ah, you are hungry and you are saying that you are hungry. You will be there. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, I'm just trying to establish something. That man does not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. So, what am I doing? I'm trying to direct your attention to the word of God. I'm trying to turn your faith. I want to redirect your focus. The answer is not in what you are trying to look for. The answer is not in all the economic principles that you are trying to engage. The answer is in the word of God. You want solution in these times? Go to the word. Go to the word. Go to the word. God's word can be trusted. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But I say I'm not a little, little, little bit of this word shall pass away. What is more stable than the word of God? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. You can trust the word. I say you can trust the word. So on the subject of prosperity in the midst of adversity, we need to understand two words, two major words over here. Prosperity or to prosper and then adversity. To prosper means to grow well. In the midst of these situations, you will grow well. It means to be healthy. It means to be successful. It means to do very well. To do very well means to see progress, to see increase, to be able to advance, move forward. It means to grow luxuriantly. It means to thrive. It means to achieve success or to prosper. 
power or to reach a height of development or influence. And these are the things that we are not even looking, many people are not looking at right now. Why? Everybody just looking to survive. At least I, I should survive through these things. But now to expand, brother, hold on. So that has become the ideology of many. And rightly so, because that is the world's way of thinking. But God's way of thinking is different. And I'll show you why. I'll show you why. Adversity, on the other hand, means a difficult situation or a condition, a misfortune or a tragedy. It's, it's talking about a state or instance of serious and continued difficulty. And in the Bible, you see that adversity, the Bible tells us that from time to time, adversities come. In fact, once you are in this world, there are tribulations in this world. Tribulations means adversities. It means struggles. It means problems. And there are different categories of uh, adversities. There are personal issues, personal afflictions, personal conflicts. Sometimes something could be doing me, but it will not be doing you. It is my adversity, a personal adversity. But sometimes there can be a familial adversity where there is a specific attack on an entire family. For instance, a family whose breadwinner is their father. Their father dies or he loses his job. It affects every one of them. It is no longer personal. It has affected the entire family. The entire family. So it is familiar. Again, this one is a bit localized. And then there could be a local or a regional level of adversity. A problem that is affecting, say, Accra alone. Let's say there's a flooding issue and then you realize that only Accra is affected. It could be a regional something or a Ghanaian something or it will also be a continental and in, from time to time there are global levels of adversity where every human being on the face of the earth is feeling it when COVID came everywhere in the world we, we saw it everywhere, even the villages that we thought they were not existing, they appeared all of a sudden you understand me? It was a global dimension of adversity. So adversities are part of this world. They are part of this world. They come from various angles. It could be economic. It could be health. It could be political. It could be uh, various angles. But all of these things are, are, are realized that tell you, every adversity be adversity. <laughs> amen and amen. If you are having a health problem, you realize that money does not matter. So you don't say that, oh, I ask for me because I have money and I'm not healthy. Okay, no, 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 no. When that polit- there's political unrest, wars come up. When wars come, diseases come. When diseases come, economic hardships come. So when the country is not stable, uh, there's civil unrest, civil wars. Eventually, it all affects uh, the, the, state, the, 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 the quality of life, the kind of life that the people live. And I also realized something. Every adversity eventually results in economic adversity. Every problem, every problem eventually results in economic economic uh, adversity. So let's say, for instance, uh, you are having a, a, a challenge, an emotional problem, a, a, probably a, a marital issue, and you are not able to come out of it. Eventually, it will affect your work that you are doing. It will affect the work that you are doing. It will result in an economic problem if there is no money. You are having a health crisis. Eventually, it will result over there. So, if we are going through economic uh, problems in this country now, or as a, as a, a globe or the entire world now, uh, it is a good time to preach about uh, prosperity in the midst of adversity. What do you think? <laughs> Hallelujah. May God change your story. But you see, in the midst of this, to God tells us that he will come prosperous. 
You see, it is in it is in darkness that you can really make a differentiation between the different kinds of lights. It is in darkness that light shines the brightest. Light shines the brightest. So you need to have hope. Tell somebody have hope. Tell somebody have hope. We are not like the rest of the world. No, we are a different sort of people. In the Bible, and the Bible, in the Bible, we see familiar adversities. We see a time of famine in the days of Abraham. We see a time of famine in the days of Isaac. We see a time of famine in the days of Jacob. You see, every generation feels something. But in every generation also, God takes his own and he causes them to shine. Can I surprise you? It is in adversity that the true stars of God begin to shine. If not for the uh, adversity that took Israel into Babylon, we will never have heard that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are stars. No, we will never have heard it. So, in adversity, you can shine. And I prophesy into your life that within this season, this is when you are going to be changing shoes uh, and changing clothes uh, and eating the best kind of food uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus. So, I was telling you about an economic adversity in Second Kings, chapter number 6. You read from the verse 24 downwards. The Bible tells us about how Syria came and besieged, uh, besieged Samaria or besieged Israel. The Bible tells us that in the midst of this, you go to the verse number 24, 24, I said 24, 24, and then we go downwards, 25. The Bible tells us about how things started becoming very, very difficult. It came to pass after this that Behada, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts and his army, and he went up and besieged Samaria. Let's go on. And there was great famine. In Samaria, and behold, they besieged until an ass head was sold for four score. That means that something that is cheap now became expensive. Cheap things started becoming expensive. So an ass head was sold for four score pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cup of dove's dung. My goodness. You know what dove's dung is? Eh? Dove's dung. You know it. No, no, you should know it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Dove's dung, the thing that comes out of a dove. Uh, it comes from the other side. I mean, the others as Peter. <laughs> Glory. So is that they were selling? <laughs> my God, my God. People are buying things, I'm telling you. A full part of a cup of dungeon for five pieces of silver. It was that bad. Let's go on. It was so bad. Cheap things were now expensive. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, he had cried a woman unto him, saying, Help my lord, O king. Let's go on quickly. And he said, If the Lord does not help thee, when shall I help you? And out, out of the bound floor, out of the wine press. You see, uh, uh, come pity this, what he's trying to tell them over here. You see, what can I do to help you? He said, We are in this together. That's what he's telling them over here. We are in this together. Are you, are you getting me? He could not do anything about it. He said, if God does not help you, how can I help you? How can I help you? Glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because why are you shouting? Why are you crying to me? If God does not help you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. On God. On God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, or out of the wine press. What can I do? You see, he's telling you that, oh, 
which which of this this the bound floor and the wine press those are the things areas that probably business can come from and then I can bring about a change. I say that all of those areas are collapsing. All of the normal resources are collapsing. But you see, we belong to a different nation. We belong to a different kingdom. Uh, look, Ghana has its resources. America has their resources. And Nigeria has, has their resources. But I say our kingdom, we also have our resources. And we need to learn to have faith in our resources. It is that faith in our resources that will bring about a change of story. Is that, how can I help you? Let's go on, please. And the king said unto her, So what ailed thee? In other words, what's the matter? And the woman said, Give me, uh, said, and this woman said unto me, Give thy son that we may eat him today. <laughs> God have mercy. That we may eat him today. Look, this is it's prophetic. It's prophetic. Say, I will eat my son tomorrow. The Bible tells us that let's go, let's go on, please. And so we bought my son and we did eat him. And I said unto her on the next day, give thy son that we may eat him. And she hid her son. <laughs> what will make a mother agree to eat their child? Adversity. Sometimes problems can rise up that will begin to affect your judgment. Situations can rise and press you so bad that you are wondering that why will I, you, when you come out of it, you wonder why did I make such a decision? And you know that nonsense part of all of this is, she went to the king for help so that they can eat your other child. <laughs> Madness has entered you. Adversity. But thank God that we have a sure cover. I said we have a sure cover. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not can you have that kind of faith? You need it now more than ever. Look, those who say they don't believe in God, this is the time that they should turn and repent quickly. Those who say that, oh, they don't believe in this Christian thing, this is the time that you need to make up your mind that, no, I must go for the cover of God. Your wisdom has helped you so far. Has he helped? Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, we see adversity, but we see God's intervention. By Second Kings chapter seven, the verse number one, the Bible tells us about how God sent a prophetic intervention, and the man of God said that tomorrow about this time, tomorrow about this time, can I release a prophetic word over your life today? God, even in the midst of this season, God is going to cause you to break through. I said, God is going to cause you to break through. The heavens are going to open up over your life, and supply is coming in. Receive it now. As I receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ. By that prophetic word, oh my God, things began to change. And indeed, the Bible said, in accordance to the word of the man of God, in accordance to the word of the prophet, things started changing. The course of things went down. There was an intervention. Listen, I have come with a prophetic word in them. Thank God that God did not leave us alone in this season. He sent his servant with a word to speak in to our lives. And I said that I prophesy to you, you will not suffer hunger. You will not suffer lack. 
you receive help in the midst of this situation. He said that when you go through the fire, it shall not burn thee. When you go through the water, you shall not be overwhelmed. I decree and I declare, when the resources and the help of men are failing, the help of God is manifesting in your life. Receive it now. He prophesied and it happened. What do you need to know in these times? Fear not. Tell somebody fear not. Tell somebody fear not. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 12. said, I say ye not a confederacy to them, to all them to whom these people shall say a confederacy. Neither fear ye their fear nor be afraid. God doesn't want us to fear like the rest of the world. When you use a, the word confederacy, means like a conspiracy. Let me read to you from another version, the New Living Translation. It said, that, do not be afraid that some plan conceived behind closed doors will be the end of you. <laughs> Why were people taking their monies out of uh, their treasury bills and investments? Because they said, that, ah, the government is planning something in secret, in secret, and they are going to do some haircuts <laughs> on, on our investment. Is that, do you have the NLT? Some plan, some conspiracy that was taken in secrecy is going to be the end of you. <laughs> oh, glory to Jesus Christ. God says that do not be afraid like the rest of the world. Tell somebody beside you, fear not. Tell the person, don't be afraid. Listen, even if your pocket is dry right now, God is going to supply you. Look, look at the children of Israel when they were going through the wilderness where they were working. I said, where they working? But for 40 years, God was taking care of them every day. Every single day, God was giving them to eat. Listen to me. Your bank account is not the determinant of your life. Your mobile wallet is not the determinant of whether you eat or not. God is your source. I said, God is your source. I said, God is your source. And when God becomes your source, every other person, every other means becomes a resource. I see God multiplying your resources. I said, I see God multiplying your resources. I say, I see God multiplying your resources. Receive it with a believing amen now. Believe these things. He took them through the wilderness. Ah, and they did not suffer lack. The Bible says that even their clothes were growing on them. Can you imagine that? Palasatalabaya. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and 2, I read this on Tuesday. It said, now to say the Lord that created you, Jacob, he that formed you, Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. Lift up your right hand. Say, I belong to the Lord. If you belong to the Lord, do you know what? It means that he is responsible for your life. Lift up your right hand. Say, I belong to the Lord. I say, do you, I, say I don't belong to myself. Say, I'm God's property. God is going to polish his property nice. I said, God is going to polish his property nice. This is in the midst of these situations, you are not going to lose weight. I decree and I declare, Hashika Talabasiataya. You are not going to lose weight. You are going to rather increase in capacity. Receive it now. When I say you are not going to lose weight, I'm not you can lose the fats but gain some muscles. <laughs> Some of you need to do some exercise. Glory to Jesus. But I'm saying that you don't lose weight because of hunger and starvation. I receive grace. John chapter 16 verse 32 and 33 said, Our comes we shall be scattered every man to his own. 
These things I've spoken unto you that you might have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. Listen, everything that is happening, you see, the world does not know what is happening, but we know. We know it is in the scriptures. Last Tuesday, I, I showed it to you from Malachi chapter number four. And verse number one, it says that, and at the day cometh that shall burn us an oven. Can't you see the fire that people are going through? But in the midst of this fire, may God bring you refreshing. I said, may God bring you refreshing. Let me show you another scripture, Isaiah chapter number 16. Isaiah chapter number 16. You read from the verse number 1, it tells us, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Look at the verse number 2. He said, ah, Behold, look at that. Darkness shall cover the earth. Darkness is talking about difficult times. Darkness is talking about hunger, starvation. Darkness is talking about times, terrible times. He said, darkness shall do what? Cover the earth. The problem that is going on right now, is it covering the earth or not? Listen, if you don't take cover in God, you are going to suffer. I'll tell you why so shortly. And gross darkness, the people. But the Lord, hallelujah, the Lord shall arise upon thee. Am I prophesying to somebody over here? The Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be, ah, yeah, yeah. it shall be seen. Somebody say it shall be seen. It is not hidden glory, it is visible glory. God will take care of you so well that others will see that ah, there's something different about this guy. His glory. Glory is talking about wealth. Glory is talking about abundance. Glory is talking about beauty. Glory is talking about splendor. He said that his glory shall be seen upon thee. He tells us that Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Oh, you see, these are the things I should meditate upon, not upon the news item. Oh, looking for all the latest news. No. Go and pick these scriptures. I'm giving you the news. I'm giving you the latest news, present, past, and future. This is the news you should be thinking about. In the midst of these situations, you need to meditate on the scriptures like never before. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Look, I activated the economy of heaven over your life. As I activated the economy of heaven over your life. Look, Philippians 4 19. He said, and my God shall supply all your need according to Ghana's economy. According to Africa's economy, according to IMF economy, but it's according to what my riches, his riches in glory by Christ. So there is a place called the riches of God's glory. That is God, heaven's economy. Heaven's economy does ne- never lose recession. Heaven's economy never lose depression. Heaven's economy never lose lack. Am I seeing somebody receiving abundance in the midst of the storm? Receive it now. I said receive it now. I said receive it now. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. But be careful who you give your money to. Be careful who you give your money to. 
I don't know how I just came up. I just entered into a vision and I saw somebody, I saw a gentleman, and he's trying to convince somebody. I don't know whether it's a lady or another, another gentleman, but it's as though and his words were sounding very convincing. But bring your money, let us do this. In the midst of this situation, we need some buffer, and this is going to bring around some financial turnaround. Be careful of who you give your money to during this season. If you are in this church, you are in this church from now till the end of December. Be careful who you give your money to. Be careful you are in the name of that oh, you are going to give him the money and multiply it or do this and do that. No, be careful. What did I see? Uh, it's a prophetic instruction. Hallelujah. Amen. Henry, I did hear now. I said what? I, I don't know. I was just coming up and then I, I, I saw the vision. I saw the vision. If you want quick money, come to Jesus. Don't go to anybody else. Oh. Do you understand me? Don't go to anybody else. Oh, oh, I want to do pack papa. And some will even go and use their tights to do pack papa. Before you realize that the economy will pack papa in your face. Pack papa. <laughs> oh, oh, glory to God. Shall hallelujah. Say the Lord shall arise over you. The Lord shall arise over you. Listen, adversity did not start today. Problem did not start today. But God shows us in his word that it's always for us. I, I made you understand something on Tuesday. That God will always separate between the righteous and the wicked. Malachi chapter 3, 17 and 18. Malachi chapter 3, 17 and 18. Now let's focus on the verse number 18. He said that, and you shall return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. So God does not, it is not in the will of God that we suffer like the rest of the world. No. When there's a problem, God says that I am there for my children. I am there for my children. Genesis chapter 18 verse 23. Abraham viewed there and said, ask God, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Verse 25. He states the character of God now. He said, that be far from you that you do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked. That the righteous will be as the wicked. God will always bring an exemption. Are you the righteous of God? He said that there's going to be a separation. You are not going to survive the rest of the world. You are going to see there's going to be a difference. It, why? Because we are in a covenant relationship with God. We are covenant in a covenant relationship with God. You see, Abraham was the one that God cut the covenant with. That's why he could talk like this to God. He could present this to God. And he knew that God would exempt him from the times that they were in. The Bible tells us that we who believe we are the seed of Abraham. And whatever promises and covenant God cut with Abraham, it came upon his seed as well. When you, you need to believe in the covenant like never before. It's a covenant of abundance. It's a covenant of wealth. It's a covenant of preservation. It's a covenant of prosperity. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. Deuteronomy 8 18. Oh, this will bless you. Deuteronomy 8 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee what? Power. To do what? Uh, why? That he may establish his covenant. Which he swore unto thy fathers as for you. 
So the covenant that he swore was a covenant to give them power to get wealth. Not for, for them to be poor, but to get wealth. He swore it. The Bible says he swore by himself. Because he could not find anybody greater. He could not find anybody greater. By two immutable things. Immutable facts. Immutable truths. Number one, that God does not lie. And number two, by an oath, he swore by himself. The Bible says, because he could not find anyone greater. Most of the time, when men are swearing, they look for something greater. Either they swear by heaven or they swear by earth. But heaven is not greater than God. Earth is not greater than God. God said he could not find any. He wanted to let us have the assurance. So he took himself and put himself on the altar. He said, I swear by myself. The day I fail, I cease to be God. What I am talking about is strong. The covenant is strong. It's as strong as the covenant of day and night. Have you ever woken up and there was no day and night? That's how strong it is. That's how strong it is. The covenant cannot be broken. It's a covenant keeping God. Oh, Psalm 89 verse 34. Said, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing which is gone out of my mouth. He said that he's a covenant keeper. He will not break his covenant. I'm a child of covenant. Lift up your right hand. Say, I'm a child of covenant. Say, I'm preserved by the covenants. Say, I'm protected by the covenants. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 33 verse 20. Say, if you can break the covenant of the day and the covenant of the night, that there shall not be day or night in their season, then can you break the covenant that I've given to my servant David? Then I added verse 21. Glory to Jesus. So, what else do you need to do? You need to strengthen your faith in the covenants. Strengthen your faith in the covenants. Listen, faith is the access key to prosperity in these seasons. Faith is the access key. You need to have faith in the covenant. Believe in the covenant. This is the time that you need to believe in your spirituality more than ever before. Believe. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. And blessed is he that believeth, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told there of the Lord. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Behold, this his soul which is lifted up in him is, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. You can go and study Jeremiah chapter 17, 5 to 8, which says that in, if cursed be a man, the one who trusts in men, but he that trusts in God, he, he shall be like a plant who is planted by the river. Whose roots will run into the water. So when there is heat, they will not melt. When there is heat, they will not melt. When you trust in men, so that you are like a shrub in the desert. When the heat comes, you suffer. Put your trust in God. Fear not and put your trust in God. How do you put your trust in God? Increase your faith. Tell somebody, increase your faith. Listen, in these times of adversity, faith is what will cause you to prosper. Faith is what will cause you to be balanced and stable. I've already quoted to you Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. Romans chapter 1 verse 17 again tells us that the just shall live by his faith. Galatians 3 11, the just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10 38, the just shall live by faith. Four scriptures across the, across the Bible, it tells us the just shall live, the righteous shall live by faith. You see, God is speaking. And when God speaks, he's telling you what you are supposed to do. When you refuse to listen to what he's telling you, you suffer with the rest of them. 
go and ask Lot's wife. Go and ask her. She's a pillar of salt somewhere in somewhere. Glory to Jesus Christ. They said, don't look back. You are there looking back. Saying, that I, 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 I want to go back into the world. I want to start living in a certain way. I don't want to trust God. Now I'll stop giving my tithe. You are looking back. You are looking back. Oh, I see salty pillars being gone. But not in this church. I said, not in this church. I said, not in this church. If you don't listen to God, you suffer the rest of them. It is dangerous not to listen to God. So rather what? Strengthen your faith. Strengthen your faith. The Bible encourages us to follow through with faith and patience those who inherited the promise. This is because of two reasons. Number one, they inherited the promises. Hebrews says 12. And those who received testimonies. Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. You need faith. Tell somebody, I need faith. Tell somebody, I have faith. Tell somebody, I will grow my faith. You need to grow your faith. This is the time to listen to messages more than ever before. Faith does what coming by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. Why? Faith does not base on the natural. Faith bases on the supernatural. The natural can become, uh, uh, can suffer adversity. But the supernatural is ever strong. It's ever, it's ever remaining. It is time for us to switch from the natural into the supernatural. You have lived by the natural. That's why you are suffering. That's why you are thinking things cannot be done. But if you can believe in God, if you can believe in God, if you can believe in God, all things are possible to whom that believes. How many? All things are possible. All things are possible. I don't know, but in this season, this when somebody is going to start acquiring gadgets. You are going to go and you are going to get your ghetto blaster very soon. You'll be jamming yourself in that room right now. Receive that grace upon your life. I said, receive that grace upon your life. I said, receive that grace upon your life. Develop practical faith. Practical faith affects four areas. Number one are imaginations. Stop thinking that you are going to suffer. Stop thinking that you are going to suffer. Stop listening to the stories that are going on on social media. No, you should not be imagining. I told you in uh, uh, Isaiah 8, 12. He said, do not fear their fear. So your imaginations, have faithful imaginations. Begin to think and see yourself doing well. Begin to imagine yourself prospering in the midst of this adversity. Use your mind to start drawing positive pictures. Your imaginations, imaginations play a very vital role in faith. Genesis 11 verse 6. Behold, the people is one and they all have one language and this they begin to do. Now nothing will restrain them which from nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Your imagination. Faith must affect your imagination. Faith must drive your imagination. Look at all the things I'm saying. The Lord shall arise over thee. You should see God arising over you. Imagine it. Don't see the economic situation rising over you. See God rising over you. 
See God bringing bread from Baal Shalisha. See God bringing the people, hosts, to come and supply to you. In a time when everything was dry, that was when God sent ravens to bring bread to the man of God. Ravens are selfish creatures. They like to keep things to themselves. I'm telling you, there's no malam shake or businessman that can hold your resources. In this time, I prophesy wherever your resources are and in whose hands they are. They are releasing it for you. I said they are releasing them for you. I said they are releasing them for you. Receive it now. Ravens came and they came to bring bread to the man of God in a time when the, the brooks were dry. Selfish creatures. This is only what God can do. Believe. Believe. Supply is coming. I said supply is coming. I said supply is coming. I said supply is coming. I'm, I'm, I'm prophesying to somebody over here. I said supply is coming. Somebody is going to ask for your account number and it's going to do you good. It's going to do you good. I said it's do, going to do you good. So shall it be. Celebrate the Lord right now. As I'm speaking, this is what should you be doing. Imagine them. Open your eyes. Uh, I don't want to be disappointed. That's why you'll be disappointed. Open your eyes. Believe. Let your imagination be affected. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we can ask all things. Some versions use. Or even imagine your imaginations. Your imagination. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You must see the pictures in your heart. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. Casting down imaginations. So, let your imaginations align to the word of God. Place your hand on your head. Say, oh Lord, let your word enter my imaginations. Let me see your word in every area of my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, where does faith affect? You're believing. Believing is the heart. Believing is to the heart what thinking is to the mind. Believing is to the heart what thinking is to the mind. Believing is accepting that God's word is true. With imagination, you are not seeing the positive outcomes. That we believe in. Even when it does not make sense, you tell yourself that this is the only truth, this is the only reality that I live by. I'll do well in these hard times. Supply is coming to me. Come on, come on. You see, it's as though some of you are, are, are discouraged and broken already. I hope I'm not too late with the word of God. I hope there's still hope for you that you can still receive this word to stabilize you against this storm. Say, good things are coming my way. Say, I'm prospering in the midst of adversity. Say, I am doing well. Say, this is my life. Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Luke 1, 45. Blessed is she that believeth. If you believe, there will be a performance. So your imagination, your believing. Number three, very important, your confessions. What are you saying in these times? Hey, 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 I'm on your confessions. Your confessions. Change your confessions. I said change your confessions. When they are confessing, don't confess with them. 
Don't confess to them. Ah, things are so hard now, my God. The Lord is supplying all my needs. Oh, good things are coming my way. All my needs are met. Hey, every time I'm hungry, food comes to me. Oh, confessions. Be careful about what you say. In these times, watch your confessions. I will not suffer with the rest of them. No, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack your confessions. Your confessions. Second Corinthians 4.13 We have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believe. Therefore have I spoken. I believe. Therefore have I spoken. What are you spoken? Your spoken is what will affect your manifestation. Tell somebody spoke well. Let, let, tell the person spoke well. Please, the person know your English teacher, so don't worry about the person. Tell the person spoke well. Hallelujah. You, too, you are very happy spoken well. Say, instead of saying speak well, you are very happy following the man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your confessions. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 and 6. He said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with chattings as he have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that is what he has said. And so you see it with your imagination. You believe it that what he has said is true. He said, he will never leave me nor forsake me. Now you come to the confession part. Ah, verse number 6. So that we may boldly say, ah, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. Theol Osborne said, confessing pains, aches, and diseases is like signing for a package at the express company. A, 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 a package that the express company has delivered. Satan then has the receipt, your confession, from you, showing that you have received his package. Do not accept anything from the devil. So when the post people come, they ask you to sign something that you have received. It. It's not that they didn't come, they didn't come, but they came. But you see, when you sign, it means that you have accepted it. It's yours, it's a receipt. When you confess, when the devil throws the adversity and you confess in mind, you have said, Ah, I am part of the suffering. <laughs> I am part of the suffering. You have put a receipt to it. Your confession. Your confession. There are many instances in the Bible that tell us that our tongue is like a pen. So what are you signing? I am signing my dollars. I am signing my advancement. I am signing my progress. What are you signing? Your confessions. Your confessions. Your confessions. And then number four, your actions. Faith is sin. Confessions say faith is head. Actions say faith is sin. God is a God of actions. Tell somebody God is a God of actions. So what do you do? Don't stop coming to church. It's an action. Don't stop giving. It's an action. Don't stop doing the thing that God has asked you to do. It's an action. It's an action. In fact, you know what? In this midst of this, you should even increase your giving. You should even increase the things that you do. They show that you believe. They show that you believe. God is a God of action. Luke chapter 5 verse 20. And when he saw his faith, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven. He did something and he saw his faith. You see, so people say, oh, if I see your faith, why would they see your faith? They will see your faith by your actions. They will see your faith by your actions. 
1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 3. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge. And by him actions are weighed. Actions are weighed. Actions. He's a God of actions. He's a God of actions. He's a God of actions. You need to increase your faith in this area. Your imagination. Start imagining well. Start seeing. Oh my God. What can you see? What can you see? What can you see? Believe the word of God. Tell me. Believe. Believe that what God has said is true. true. Believe the word of God. And then your confession. Begin to align them with your faith. Align your confession. Speak aright. And let your actions follow. Let your actions follow. Let your actions follow. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let me just end it. I'll continue on Tuesday. But strengthen your faith again in heaven's economy through giving. Listen to me. God's all-time rule in the for economic change of sorry is the seed principle of life. Is the seed principle of life. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let me just give you a little insight into heaven's economy. Deuteronomy 8, 18. I've already told you that it gives us power to get wealth. God's covenant is always about wealth and supply. Deuteronomy 28 verse 12. And the Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. God has good treasure. This is the, this is the banking vault of heaven. He said he will open unto you. Listen, God did not say he will close it to you. He said he will open to you. He will open to you. Can you believe this? Oh, some people don't believe. It's because you're, 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 you are not receiving. Even your amen, your yes is not following. And I just told you that. You see, just like when Satan brings disease and your confession goes in line. Also, when heaven brings you blessings, your confession is signed that you have received it. May God open the good treasures of heaven unto you. May God open his good vaults and supply systems unto you. In the name of Jesus. Say the Lord open to his good treasure. The heavens will give thee rain. To give the rain to your land in a season. And to bless all the work of your hands. And he said you will lend to many. But you shall not borrow. He said you will lend to many. But you shall not borrow. Anybody that is planning to borrow to survive, I cancel that agenda. I said, I cancel that agenda. I said, I cancel that agenda. In these times, rather, you'll be helping other people. I say, you'll be helping other people. People are going to come and you give them provisions. You pay rent. You pay fees. You support people. Receive grace right now. I said, receive grace right now. I said, receive grace right now. Come on, can you see it? I, this is not my word. Though. This, please give us the scripture back. This is God speaking. Though. You take some of these scriptures, you put the Bible on your head, and say, God, let it be so in my life. You put it on your head and say, Lord, this is what you have said. That God will open to you his good treasure. The heavens will give rain to your land in this season. And to bless all the work of your hands. This is God speaking. Who is receiving this right now? You don't be in the house of God and not receive the words of God. This God speaking to you. He said he will drop into Ebenezer Halabash. His good treasure. The heavens will give rain to Ebenezer's land in this season. And to bless all the work of Ebenezer's hands. And Ebenezer will lend to many nations. But he will not borrow. This is my life. This is my life. I believe that this word is true. This is my life. Heaven's economy, you will not borrow. You will lend. I say you will lend. I say you will lend. Receive grace right now. 
Haggai 2 verse 8 and 9. He said, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, said the Lord. He said, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. So we are entering into days of glory. Lift up your right hand. Say, we are entering into days of glory. Say, I experience the glory. Say, I walk in the glory. You know, some of us, we have gone through so much, it's difficult for us to believe, but this is the truth. This is the truth. The glory of the latter house. The glory of the latter house. The glory of the latter house. Psalm 24 verse 1. He said the earth is the Lord's. Listen. Do you know. There's money in this system. Don't let anybody deceive you. The money that people are lacking. Where is it going? Has it gone out of the world? It is still in the world. It is still in the world. He said I will give you the treasures of hidden darkness. Hidden riches of secret places. Listen, you need to be a giver. It's only givers who go open these treasures of one man, uh, one of Kenneth Copeland's uh, partners. One day God told him and his wife to go and buy a certain old warehouse. Ah, Copeland, this property is not looking nice at all. The Lord said, I'll go and buy it. He went and when he went to buy it, they gave it to him at a, they gave it to him at a cheap price, so cheap, they could not afford not to buy it. <laughs> Some, you know that some things when they come to the way they are so cheap, you cannot say now how much you have to buy because you just have to buy it. When he went, the Lord told them that this is building a dome, a dome, a big, big church building, a big church structure. You know, like God, how are we going to pay for the dome? The Lord said that the money is in the ground, it's in the ground, it's in the floor of the warehouse. He said, Ah, what do you mean? He asked the Lord, said that the money is in the floor. Went to get some construction code. They started building there. They are not even dug six feet. They went to find some precious acacia wood, the kind of wood that they used to do guitar strings. And I said, Hey, that was a truckload, truckload. And they sold billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. They sent $800,000 to their spiritual father, Kenneth Copeland. If they send Prophet C $800,000, how much do you think was left there? He had enough money to build the dome and the SOS. He said, I will open unto my good treasure and God has stumbled. The earth is the Lord's. And the earth is the Lord's. The money that you are looking for, God knows where it is. He's going to direct it to you. I said, He's going to direct it to you. I said, He's going to direct Believe like never before. Believe. Imagine. Believe. Speak and begin to act. In this season, don't let your gift give up. This morning, I received instruction and I've increased my offering for you. I've increased my offering because you, know, you see, listen, we, we are we are creatures of seed and harvest. Seed time and harvest. So as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. It will not cease. Genesis 8.22. It will not cease. It will not cease. How do you expect to harvest when you have no soul? No, you are joking. Psalm 50 verse 10 to 15. For every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle upon a thousand hills. Say, I know the fowls of the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field, they are mine. Look at how God expresses ownership. He said that if I were hungry, I will not tell you, for the world is mine, and the fullness thereof. He said, will I eat the flesh of bulls, or drink the blood of bulls? God will not eat the flesh of bulls, or drink the blood of bulls. Me, I will eat it. Hallelujah. So what, 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 what is required, I need it to start directing them to me. 
you are not catching the mystery over here. So what is that? This is in verse number 14. Offer unto the Lord thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. You, you get it over here. Your seeding. Offer thanksgiving. Pay your vows. This is not the time to withhold what belongs to God. This is not the time to withhold what belongs to God's kingdom. This is the time to even give them all. You know that you have confidence that the kingdom will take care of you. And in verse 15, it says that, and you call upon me the day of adversity and the day of trouble, and I will deliver you and you will glorify me. Wow. Has God not spoken to us already? This was written over 2,000 years ago. So God saw our today. So our today. Activate the economy. Genesis 822, seed time and harvest. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Uh, your, your, your tithes. So test the Lord with your tithes. Test the Lord. Be swift with your tithes than ever before. And be careful about how you calculate your tithes. I told I told you was the last your last two years. That some people instead of paying tithe, they pay bills. When you look into your life, realize that God has given you, 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 you want to look at your salary. And some of you don't give on your nets. No. You see, as a man of faith, I would advise you to pay your tithe on the cross. On the cross. And as your faith increases me, I give beyond the 10%. Because I don't know, the other day I, I, I gave my tithe and then I added some. When I finished giving it, I remember that there was some, something that I did not add. I saw that, ah, if I had not done that, then I wouldn't have paid tithe, I paid bills. Because now with the excess, it covered the one that I didn't have. And listen, you go as the biggest calculator. Don't think that your calculator is smarter than God. Some of us, when we are giving, we can feel in our hearts that we are under giving. That feeling that you are receiving is your depreciation. So you need to fight it. And give. Some of you, is it? It's as though mammon. The spirit of mammon is that thing that causes you to feel some way whenever you are given. You feel some way. But the same thing that you are feeling some way when you are giving it to God, when you are going to give it for your child, give it for your head, or give it for some property, you are okay. It's mammon. Mammon. It causes you to want to withhold and withdraw from God. From God. Ask you questions. It's taking God's word and pronouncing your tithes. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense to give in this season. Doesn't make natural sense. But that's true with you. The word of God acting upon it. Acting upon it. And in this time, you are going to get temptations than ever before not to act upon the word. They tell you that. They'll, they'll, come and, they'll come and make fun. It's a mockery of the man of God. I'll be opposite Mumu. Opposite Mumu lines as well. It's a wicked business. In a place of suffering, they are even giving Mumu lines. They have church members. Ignorant church members. So you know that those people have not become your pastors. In your day of sickness, you pray for them. In 
the day when demons are tormenting you, they come for you. Some of you are some of them you plan. Some church people are wise at all. They are wise at all. It's very sad. It's very sad. They commit the shepherding of their souls to a social media buffoon who does not understand spiritualities. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding over here. Your soul, or you don't believe that you have a soul, that means taken care of. And God has given instructions to your soul. Go and follow somebody. That's not here from God. The wisdom is not there. And the church was very quiet. Glory to Jesus Christ. So follow the covenant principles. Work it. Work it. Your prophet's offerings. Your prophet's seed. Your kingdom advancement seed. Your tithing. Work it. Work the principles of the kingdom. Work them. The other day I gave somebody a certain amount and God gave me in less than one week 5.5 times 5.5 times the amount. And when I was giving it to him, I told him I'm using you. He laughed. He laughed. I, I wasn't laughing. <laughs> I wasn't laughing. Listen, use the covenant principles. Use the covenant systems. Don't, don't, can I shock you by here? Don't believe the bank so. The bank that will give you a loan and then they will say that when economic situations are changing, they will be changing the interest on their loan. But then your investment, they say what you did with the percentage that they gave you, no matter what's happening, it's the same. And you believe that such a man. Is it in for your good or is it for his own good? But God can be trusted. I said God can be trusted. But you see, there are people here, you believe the bank or some investment or food. The other day, I was thinking about something. A certain banking system and they employ uh, loan recovery officers. <laughs> and they'll pay salary to the loan recovery officer. And they'll pay transportation and other incentives that are needed. But you see, the loan that they are going to recover, how much interest is on the loan such that it, at the end of the day, the, 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 the profitability of that loan is even gone. So by the time if somebody owes uh, a certain amount and the interest is not even up to 50%, they'll be paying the, let's say they are paying the recovery officer, say 1,500 or 2,000 Ghana cities every month and they employ the person for one year, how much have you paid? And if they take that out of the loan that they are recovering, <laughs> oh, this is not sense. There's no system in this world, this Babylonian system that will survive. They are robbing Peter's people. That is why, after you have given them your money, if you dare go and say you are taking, especially if your money is huge, you are going to take all of it at once, they will delay you. They will find a way to delay you. But they don't have the money. 
they don't have the money. So now they have to now start pulling it from various places. I don't know why is it that when these banking issues came up and uh, uh, they had to, up to now people have not been paid. Some in the hundreds of thousands, some in the millions, they cannot pay them. But their own system is eating it up. But God said that I will not eat goods. I will not eat goods. So there's nothing that you give me that I, so it means that anything that you take to God, he can give it to you and he will add something. He is not eating it. You are not getting the wisdom over here. Yeah. And you see, any nice bank building, it's your money over there. The money that you think they are keeping for you, no, they have not kept it. Can I tell you, no money that you send to the bank after this case less more than 12 hours at the same place. Remember, they keep the money, there is that line there 12 hours. What are you talking about? Why do you think that they have bullion bonds? So that the money will be mobile. Bullying it around. Moving it. Moving it. Let me tell you, those of you who don't like this, you better start learning how to do business. Money grows when it moves. The Kingdom Prosperity Finance Convention will be going into some of those issues. Money grows when it moves. Money that sits at one place doesn't have it. It moves. When it moves, then it has a future. That's why if you are a stingy person, you are doomed. You are doomed. May God help us. Say, I will survive and I will prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice, begin to give God praise. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Masatarabagadash. And in the midst of this, be frugal. Don't spend on what is not necessary. You are there looking for fried rice when your money is, is for gobe, your money, you have gobe money. And you go and borrow to go and buy fried rice which will be paid tomorrow. But God has given you gobe. Eat gobe. Eat gobe. You don't even have money for rent and you are going to both sides to go and sleep. What is wrong with you? Madam, brother, Get a basin in your room. Put a chair beside it and lie beside it and say, well, my, my, this is my personal side. Yesterday, I passed by my parents and I saw one of the kids from the tenant. He had, it was, he had gotten a, a, a basin filled with water and was sitting inside like a jacuzzi. I said, my God, what are you talking about? Until you get the money to buy a 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 jacuzzi. Get your basin and jacuzzi yourself. Is it not just about the feeling of the water? Get some warm water. Some, you don't even get, 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 get chocolate. That is your level at that time. Do you understand? As you grow, you grow with everything. You are not kettle level. I see chocolate. Let me close this service. Say, I will prosper. Say, in the midst of adversity, I will prosper. 
Say, I call for resources to locate me from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say, abundance is coming to me. Supply is coming to me. Say, I am doing well in the midst of this economic situation. In the name of Jesus. Because the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my source. The Lord is my supply. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and receive resources. Receive supply. Receive supply. Receive supply. Lift up your voice, everybody. Jump to your feet and begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now. Begin to confess the word of God. Begin to declare the word of God. He said we will prosper in the midst of adversity. In the midst of the economic challenges. The Lord said that we will do well. Confess along with God. I will do well. I will see progress. I will advance. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.